You're listening to Spice Radio 1200 AM's The Morning Buzz with Mankiran Ojla. And the FIFA Women's World Cup kicks off this week. And we're talking all about the tournament and whether the Canadian women can take home the cup. And we are now speaking to Nick Torrin, sports broadcaster and host of the podcast Discontinued Gravy. Nick, welcome back to the show. Oh, I'm so happy to be back. It's been awesome. I also really like, so people can't see this, but I'm currently wearing a Canadian red jersey to represent, and you are wearing a little sorry hat there. So I just want to say I, I appreciate the spirit. It's, it, you know, just a little subtle, you know, a little subtle. doesn't have to be flashy, just a little subtle. Yeah, we're, we're the here. opposite. I'm flashy. You're like, I'm going to keep it subtle. <laughs> but all right, let's get into it. I'm really excited to talk about the Women's World Cup because it seems it has gotten bigger. You know, the women's game seems to continue to kind of surge in popularity around the globe. I was reading that. In fact, they expanded the bracket to 32 teams for the first time. So how significant is that? I, I mean, super significant. I mean, alone, that 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 alone means it's growing because, A, more countries are getting into the women's game. I think that's been a lot of the issue for the women's side in FIFA is that a lot of the countries aren't putting money into the women's side of the football. It's all going to the men. So I think expanding the field which is proving that more countries are investing and proving that women's sports matters. And, I mean, there are so many debuts for this World Cup. It's, it's, it's really exciting. And another thing which I think is really interesting that is growing the women's game is that the prize pool. Mm. So you get money based on where you place on in FIFA. It's going to be $110 million. That is $80 million more than the last World Cup four years ago. $80 million four years ago. Like, that just proves that FIFA FIFA cares about this. Well, whether they do or actually do or not, I don't know. But that shoots that investment in, in women's sports is here and it's only continue to grow. And it, it's honestly awesome to see. And, you know, we can't also ignore the fact, too, that especially the women's team, right, in the last couple of years has been really highlighting that pay disparity. They want a fair deal. They want women, you know, to get paid just as much as the men do. Because we do see on the men's side, right, no doubt, so many more investments and sponsorships. So how is it looking for, like, the women's team in terms of their battle, you know, for getting that equality in the sport? Well, I think for Canada, obviously, they're still in that battle. I mean, Canada soccer is a bit of a tire fire right now, and they're they're working on it. I think it's going to happen sooner than later. Um, I think for a lot of countries, it's going to take a lot longer than, say, the U.S., who already has equal pay, um, and for Canada to get there soon, and maybe a couple other European countries that are getting there. Um, it's going to be a little longer, slow race, but I, I think it'll I think it'll get there. And I think in the sense of Canada, when you think about it. Um, our women's team has been way better than the men's team for how many years? Oh, Ever? Forever. Day one. <laughs> <laughs> like, the men's team made the World Cup last year. Great. That was 36 years. The, the, the women back in 2015 made the semifinal. You know what I mean? Like, or quarterfinal, I think. Um, so, so the women's team has far been better in Canada. They, they, at some point, probably deserved more money than the men at that point. Um, obviously, I get it. Sponsorships and everything like that. It would make sense. But there should be equal pay. I mean, they're... They're the Olympic champions. They're always in the World Cup. They're top ranked. They're in the top 10. Why, why wouldn't they get equal pay? And frankly, they're playing the same game. What's the difference, right? Like, you're, people are going to say sponsorship and stuff like that. Like, yeah, but 
they're still playing the same game. Exactly. I mean, they have to do the same amount of training. They also have to put in the work as well. So yes, I totally agree with you. And it's it's not even we're seeing it with the uh, Canadian women's team. Also, the American nope. women's team too. They're fighting for it as well. So you're seeing more and more of this in the conversation. But we also have to talk about Christine Sinclair, our gem of this Canadian team. This is her sixth World Cup appearance. So how significant is she, especially for this Canadian women's team, especially over the years now and sort of getting them out there? I mean, you could argue Christine Sinclair has been the sole reason women's soccer in Canada is where it is right now, right? <laughs> She's the greatest goal scorer, and not just women, in men. She has the most international goals of any player ever. Like, she just scores goals. She's been the prime person for Canada. The fact that she's still playing, like, this is going to probably be her last World Cup. But the fact that she's still playing, she's not necessarily starting anymore. Um, but the fact that she's still playing in the NWSL, she's still scoring goals. She's still doing what she can do. Maybe not as high of a pace before. But, I mean, she, she's the reason Canada soccer is here. And women's soccer in general. She's been an absolute um, world-class athlete for FIFA and women's soccer this whole time. And she's never won FIFA World Player of the Year, which I, I'll never, I'll never understand. But um, she, she's pride of Burnaby, British Columbia. She's made everything that you'd want in a person. She's a, she's a good human being, and I think, I, I think it. If I'm assuming this is her swan song, I mean, we just got to sit back and appreciate what we've had in Christine Sinclair, because who knows when that person's going to come around again, and if it's for Canada or not. Exactly. And I mean, I think we really do have to celebrate the fact that she's been really out there and having those really honest conversations about how women are supported in the sport. So yes, I'm definitely going to be watching Christine Sinclair very closely. Now, Nick, I've been reading too, it seems with the women's team, there have been some injuries that have been plaguing the team. Some players won't be showing up. So how is the Canadian women's team looking? Good, despite the injuries. I'd say two of the most Probably, probably not the greatest injuries to have was Janine Becky, who uh, tore her ACL. She's out for the tournament. She's been really key for Canada in the Olympics and the World Cup the last year. She's still really young. Um, and Desiree Scott, uh, she's been with the team for a long time. Yes. Uh, this, this likely would have been her last World Cup as well. Uh, she's unfortunately going to miss it due to an injury. Um, so those are probably two of the key injuries that Canada has. Um, but... Fortunately, Canada's built up some depth from the grassroots, and I, I, I think Canada actually does have a really strong team. Uh, you think of players like Adriana Leon, who's been able to play in Europe and play really well for Manchester United. Um, Ashley Lawrence, who's played in the Champions League with um, uh, PSG, I believe. Uh, Jesse Fleming, who's in England. Uh, Kadisha Buchanan, who's won five Champions Leagues <laughs> with Lyon. Uh, Vanessa Gilles on the back end as well. Like this, this team is built to to, to win, um, and I, I think people probably are looking down on them a bit. Um, I mean, they're Canadian; they obviously kind of get looked down, especially when you're comparing yourself to the Americans. And then, um, you know, with the injuries, but you know, there, there are young players coming. Um, Jade Riviere is another one who's probably going to take a real big step for Canada this year. Uh, so I, I'm real, I'm I'm excited for the Canadian team, despite the injuries. I I think they need to figure out their attacking a bit like to, they need to kind of figure out how to put the ball in the net they played in a closed door draw today to england which is good england's a very good team but uh you know you need to be able to put the ball in the back of the net if you want to go anywhere in this world cup and they're in a pretty tough group yeah that's the thing and that's what i'm nervous about but let's talk about the group stage we're gonna take it one step at a time here so they're with nigeria australia and ireland so how is canada looking in that position okay i don't want to scare anybody but i was looking through it i was looking at the different teams 
stats, the different groups that are in this World Cup. And I had to kind of go, and I think Canada might might be in the group of death. Don't don't quote me on it, but <laughs> here's why I, I looked at it. So when you're looking at the group of death, you think of FIFA World Rankings. You think of other, you know, how are they coming into the tournament? Um, the American group's actually pretty tough as well. Um, but I'll, I'll lay it out for Canada. So Canada, they're the seventh-ranked team in the world. They are the current Olympic world champions, so they are technically the team to beat coming into this tournament. Um, you have Australia, 10th-ranked. They have been on an absolute tear recently. They're beating teams like uh, England, France, Spain. They're, they're coming in really hot to this tournament, and they're co-hosting. We saw in 2015 how hosting a tournament can make a difference when you have the fans behind you. Uh, so, I mean, that's tough. Australia is always a good team, and they're probably in the best form they've ever been in. Um, Nigeria, you might think, oh, okay, maybe not. I mean, they're ranked 40. How can they be? But they're the most decorated African nation in Africa, in the FIFA world. Like, this mm-hmm. this team has always been there. They've always been playing well. Um, they're they're going to be a tough game. This, this is not an easy game for Canada, despite their ranking. They're still one of the better African nations in FIFA. And then you have Ireland. And here's the thing about Ireland. It's their debut. They have never been in a major tournament. They've never been in Euro, and they've never been in a World Cup. This is the first one they've been in. They have absolutely nothing to lose here. (laughs) They're already there. And that's where Canada can get trapped. Because you think, okay, you know, their debut, they could be nervous, they could be scared. Canada doesn't have them right away. They play Nigeria first. So Ireland's going to have a couple games under their belt already when they come to play Canada. Mm. So... I, I, I'm not saying that Canada shouldn't beat, uh, like they shouldn't beat Ireland, like they should, but they, who knows? I, Ireland's going to come with all the fire. They got absolutely nothing to lose. They win one game, they win another. Like, why wouldn't you? Okay, like, I don't want to start a conspiracy, but I'm going to. So, for the Men's World Cup, technically the Canadian men's team was in the group of death, because, you know, that lineup they had, especially that Croatia, who almost ended up winning it. Now you got the women's team that you're saying could potentially be in the group of death. So, like, is something going on here with Canada? Would you have, like, some bad juju or something? <laughs> I feel like a lot of people look down on Canada. I don't know why. I don't know why it is. Um, you know, they kind of, they get, they get you know, it, it, they're Canadian. It, it's, just, it's just a little thing. I think Janine Becky just did a thing for TSN um, about, like, how it's being Canadian has made a difference. And, yeah, apparently we've got something going on against us. I don't know what it is, but uh, I think the nice thing about Canada is that they always seem to persevere. They always seem to do well. So that I, I think we'll, we'll be okay in the end. But, you know, who, who doesn't love a little test in the group stage? I guess so. Like, maybe in a way you can look at it, it'll warm them up, and then they'll, like, be ready to take it on. So, like, fingers crossed they can do it. And can we beat the Americans? That is the question, Nick, because the American women have been dominating the last couple women's World Cups. So can we do this finally? We beat them in the Olympics, right? Like, I mean, they, 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 we, we, we've done it before. We can do it again. I mean, this American team, obviously, they're good. This is Megan Rapinoe's last World Cup, um, depending on how you feel about her. Um, I, yes, I mean, it's, 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 it's the short answer is yes. They, they can beat them. I mean, America's playing well. It's always going to be a tough test. I, you know, um, they're the number one ranked team in the world. It's all this and all that. But, hey. We saw Zambia, which is like the 77th ranked team, beat Germany like a week ago. So, like the second ranked team. So, like, who knows when it comes to the game, right? All it takes is just one given day, and all of a sudden the team's fire. I mean, it, it, you saw it in the Olympics. 
was watching a 3 a.m. seeing Canada beat the U.S. It's, it's all about that game that day. It doesn't matter what it's going into. So it, it would be fun. I don't know if their paths will cross. I'm not, I haven't gone too deep into mm. the, the bracketology of yeah. FIFA, but uh, <laughs> if they do pass, it'll be, it'll be pretty distantly into the, into the uh, final. All right. Well, as always, we never know what to expect. Nick, thank you so much for speaking to us. We really appreciate it. You take care. You too, Mungarian. I'll see you soon. We just spoke to Nick Torn, sports broadcaster and host of the podcast Discontinued Gravy. We talked all about the FIFA Women's World Cup, which kicks off this week. We talked about whether the Canadian team can take home the cup. Stay with us here on Spice Radio 1200 AM. This is The Morning Buzz.